0: Great. We're live. How are we doing? I hope everyone's well. I hope everyone's ready to go for the week and or had a good start to the week. So um, we are doing the Man Coach um, case studies where we're inviting some of our clients to come on board and talk about um, their journeys, what they've gone through, um, how they're progressing through life, the difficulties they found. um, And really, I think it's a great insight to give um, guys about what they're trying to achieve, about what we're trying to achieve. Um, to really stop the overthinking. So we've had a bit of a practice at this already, and already this is our second attempt, me being a biff that I am. Um, so real quick intro, you guys should be sl- slick at this now. So Jim, if you want to give us who you are, what you do, your kids, your status.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm James, um, 37, uh, just a little outside Liverpool. I have um, a wife and a kid, uh, kid's seven now. Uh, I'm office manager for the wholesale um, entire industry. Perfect. Steve?
2: Yeah, I'm Steve, 47, um, originally from Sussex, currently residing in North Yorkshire. I work for a company called Yorker Homes that build modular housing. got two kids uh, and I'm recently divorced.
0: Okay, perfect. And then Ben?
3: Hi, yeah, Ben from Manchester. Um, I'm head of department for a digital print firm. Um, I've got one child currently and one arriving any moment, because my partner's like seven days overdue. Um,
0: okay. <laughs> difficult times, difficult times. Love the priorities though. Being here, um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so um, this really is just an informal chat to to introduce um, a couple of our guys, talk about their journey, and I'm going to just kind of interview these guys as as a as a group of. Um, friends down the pub. Um, And and really, if you have any questions whilst you're watching, you want to ask any of the guys what they're going through, um, then please do ask. Um, So we're going to get straight into this. So the first question I'm going to ask is what made you feel like, what was the point in your life that you felt that um, you really needed to make a change? What was going on inside of your life, inside of your mind um, that just made you think enough is enough? Okay, and were you procrastinating on it for a long time? So, Jimmy, I'm going to come to you for this question.
1: Yeah, um, as it was, I mean, at the time, I was just scrolling through Facebook um, and I ended up coming across, like, one of your adverts. So I think it was only about, like, a minute long or something, but the words really hit home because at the time, every day, I felt like every time I woke up, I felt like crying, Didn't didn't know what I was doing, Um. I just felt like everything was slipping around me um, and I thought well I've, I've got to do something I can't I can't stay like this because I'm going to lose everything to lose myself as a person as well
0: did you um if that video in how the hadn't come around do you think you just kept on going on and on and what I mean you must have known something
1: wasn't right yeah um I ended up I think literally just before that I think I rang minds matters at the time because I didn't know what was yes. what was going on um I needed to do something, and I think the, the actual the, the actual video hit home with what you were saying. I thought, well, let's get, let's let's go and try this five day challenge because I don't know how long mine was gonna gonna take. Yeah. Um, because I know I'm with them now, but at the time it could have been could have yeah. been six weeks, could have been longer. At the time, how long ago was that? In January.
0: Okay.
1: January this year, yeah. So I but I say I've come a long way since then. I feel yeah. miles better. So yeah,
0: definitely. Do you you think COVID had an an effect on
1: you? Um, I I think it did. I think just before COVID, I lost my nan as well. Um, So the family couldn't really grieve. And then you were stuck in the house. And then they sort of got in a rut. And of course, I just started spinning around, just staying the same. Just Mm -hmm. couldn't, didn't know what the, didn't know how to change it, didn't know how to improve.
0: Okay. Awesome. Uh, and open as well. I really yeah. love that. Um, so Steve, if you don't mind me saying from a man with who, who had great status, you know, at, like at the very top of your game in the military, RSM, huge. There's, there's a huge, like we both talk about this anyway, how difficult it is coming out of the military and adjusting to that civilian world. And what I am really amazed about and actually most proud of for you is the fact that you were able to maybe almost show some form of vulnerability to be able to, to step into this world that we're in right now, especially from such a high reign. What was it for you that you kind of looked in that mirror and went, Jesus, <clears throat> like something has to change you?
2: So similar to, J- to Jimmy, really, in that my marriage was not going so well at the time. And the hook from you on your facebook ad i was looking to do some personal development i just didn't really know which shape or form it was coming in and i saw your advert you were talking about emotional awareness um, and a big part of that was prioritizing relationships as one of your pillars and i thought that that would help me um, by reflecting back on it and just being a bit more self-aware of what i was doing and obviously i needed a little bit of help yep. with uh, with the marriage so that was why i got on board with it the rest of it um, the health, the business, personal development was okay, but I've obviously benefited from being part of the group since then, Yeah, across uh, the board, but yeah, initially it was all about the relationship.
0: Okay, and, and before that, you were looking, I think you just said that you were looking to look for something anyway, you were trying to get something on board anyway.
2: Yeah, I realised that, the transition out of the military to then going, I was an HR manager um, sitting in an office, it was an it was an, it was a good job, but it was quite a. I didn't really see a future there. Yeah. Um, and as you say, from the background of being able to be promoted and the opportunity that you get in the military, uh, moving around and you know the sport and the lifestyle, it just um, my life had just gone a little bit flat.
0: Okay. Yeah, I used the word for myself, as, when I came out of the military, I always used, the word, used the word hollow, just very, like, used to think there was, like, this huge gap here, like a big hole that was just something missing. And, I, th- you know, yeah. I think it's, um, you have such an identity in the military that when you come out of that identity, it's like, who, where do I, who am I now? Like, you know, so, like, from here, and then, like, when I came out, like, no one cared, like, literally no one, no one cared about what I was, who I was or what I was doing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think the whole game changes, doesn't it? Sydney Street does it so much differently. Yeah. There's there's not the structure. There's nowhere near the level of leadership and management, um, you know, and you think you can sort of fix all the problems from what you've seen because you know what good looks like in the military because we take action. We don't really procrastinate. No. Or we didn't. uh, And then you step into a world where that seems to be all that people do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then you just get sucked into that, right? And it's, yeah. and I think it's for everybody, everybody, because I don't truly believe we're all always procrastinators. Like I don't. I think it becomes a habit, and I think when you start putting things off in one area of your life, you start then sticking them off in other areas of your life, and it just becomes this habit that snowballs and actually prevents you from doing everything you want to do. Um, but some really good points there, Ben. What was your point?
3: For me, mate. I'm- i suppose i'd been i 'd battled sort of mental health issues for a very long time um, and I think through that battle you sort of lose a lot of your own identity my identity be- become beating depression and beating the mental health stuff and i 'd come out of that feeling a little bit i suppose flat in terms of who who I was as a person um, not really knowing what to do really with myself and my time um, the sort of, i 'd been cleared of the, the mental health issues and then my brother committed suicide and that was another massive knock and I ended up just, I, I suppose I got into a, a rut of my identity was just work and and drinking and, and I was drinking too much at the time and I think seeing one of your adverts on Facebook it was a bit like it was pushing towards that finding your identity and, and, and learning how to manage yourself and your time and, and I suppose your own ability of creating a life that you want and because I didn't feel like that it, it just I was like I need to give this a go and did you um so obviously with what happened with your brother when that happened do you
0: really feel like you lost this you, you naturally would have obviously felt like you lost a part of you but do you think that it's been very difficult to recover from that from that
3: it was yeah it was it was something that it had knocked every all the hard work i'd done it had knocked everything back on its ass again to to yeah. to put it bluntly yeah. and finding a way past that was a massive struggle and being part of this learning how to manage yourself, Joe, I suppose reflecting on things and 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 changing how my mindsets worked and, and and works and works things out and works problems out has been a massive benefit and it, it's something that's Hugely changed my life being part of this process. Love it,
0: and you've done so
3: well. And how many days have you done now sober? oh it's, I'm I'm currently smashing through week sixty-three. Yeah. So yeah. So. Well I remember,
0: I'm sure I saw you put your post up saying four five, four five two or days. I don't know what it was, but I was just yeah, like, it's
3: mega. Yeah. So it's going really well. Okay. I, I I don't think I'll drink again now. To be honest with you, mate, because it's just I know. That's what I say. And then i got a stag do. <laughs> I never did it.
0: I, I never stopped drinking to, to stop drinking forever. Like yeah. I just really needed to like change my relationship with alcohol. And I, and, and I think, um, I remember we were at the, after the seminar, I think Steve, you were definitely there plying me with drinks on like <laughs> in Birmingham. And I remember coming out of that and I remember, um, <clears throat> leading up to Christmas, just what a year it had been. And and I was only drinking Friday and Saturdays, but I was drinking like, I, I went from one gin to like multiple gins and waking up Saturday, you know, work hard, play hard and all that. And I did it for 90 days just to really like cut that to bring some level of control to it. And I think, you know, you, you've done incredibly well with that. So... um when we when we when we look at your character we look at you three guys and and what you've gone through and you've been all in the in the process for different periods of time how do you feel like your character has evolved uh, through that process and and do you feel like um do you feel like there's been days where you've just gone I literally like today's been such a hard day to get myself up out of bed but has the new character traits been able to get you through and get you through some situations and dramas that you may believe would have crumbled in the past that. So it's really looking at that, that level of character and what have you noticed change within your character that you go, actually, I'm going to flip this. I'm going to turn this. This is not the way it's going to be. So let's go back to you. Start with you, Jimmy.
1: Yeah. um, As I say, from, before, I'll say, before Christmas, I'd have issues. And the natural reaction was always to fly off the handle, you know, bite back, you know, not not think about what I was saying, just natural reaction, just shout it off. Um, but Since doing the course, getting up in the morning, yeah, okay, when you first start getting into the morning routine, like the first week, you know, you're trying it, you're getting into it, you start getting the groove, and then a couple of weeks you will get the odd day where you're like, Oh, I could I could do without this today. Like, I just want to stay in bed. Yeah, honestly, just just keep get on, get on there. Just get up. You feel miles better. I think once I didn't do it and I felt awful all day. Um, so straight back on it the next day, and I just haven't stopped since. Every every Monday to Friday, up morning routine, doing it, getting on it. Ju- you just feel better. Um, that in turn, and um, with some of the courses and in, in your obviously, um, in your mastermind and stuff like that as well. Um, it's actually making me think a bit more and reflect more, which which has obviously helped me. Um, and I feel I'm becoming a better person. I'm becoming more positive. Yeah. Instead of looking at a negative as an issue, I look at it, I try and flip it and see, okay, what can we do differently? What, what positives can we get out of this? And and just move forward. And it, it just seems to be working in general a lot better.
0: Do you, do you, do you still find that there are bad days? Do you still feel like, like you have to dig out like? On some
1: yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still I'm still working because sometimes when when you're under, especially in work, when you're under a lot of pressure, yeah, and busy, and like it's not like in some of your class, some of your um, classes and stuff like they're saying, have a think about it. Sometimes you get I get like four, five, six things coming in at once, and I just go, you know, just bite back at it, and and I, and yeah. I shouldn't. And sometimes you know you do that and when you when you reflect on the day, you say I need I need to get a grasp of that better. Because it, it's not what I am, and it doesn't, it doesn't help anyone, me or anyone else who yeah. comes to me like that. So it's, it is stuff I'm working on, continuously work on, but I say it is getting better and it is improving. And do you think other people around you have noticed? Yeah, um, definitely my wife's noticed. Um, colleagues have noticed as well. I'm trying to push them on a little bit to be more positive in, in what, with their outlook with stuff and work as well. Yeah. So um, definitely is um, reflecting that way. Good
0: stuff. Now, Steve, coming from already big character, do you, do you feel like you, you already had that level of character already in you and maybe lost it and just brought it back, or have you evolved?
2: Yeah, I feel like I've evolved, but in a different way. So, um, you can become, you're a product of your environment, I believe that, and yeah. while I was in the military, you're a product of that. So, yeah act a certain way because you dress a certain way because you're ordered to behave a certain way and you're either good at that or you're not and if you're good then you get to a certain level and then you mentor that same approach don't you so it perpetuates and self-perpetuates so coming out of the military that then finished for me as soon as you take the badge away stick goes away then you're someone else so about finding your own character and where your strengths then really lie as a person, rather than as part of a green, the green unit, if you like,
0: green machine. So,
2: yeah, exactly that. So I've never had a problem with motivation. Getting out of bed is not my problem. Yeah. Again, it's a bit like Jimmy. There, it's reacting to human situations um, badly, um, and and learning how to react better to them. You know, take a breath, be more aware of what you're saying and why you're saying it. Understand yeah. the consequences of your actions. And improve those relationships with with the people around you to to be that best version of yourself.
0: Yeah, 100%. And that, there's a couple of key words in there. One of them was control. Um, and, And I think the element of awareness as well. So for me, the more awareness that we try and teach. And that really is it, right? You're kind of coming out from the situation. So I kind of look at the world that we're in, in terms of working on ourselves. And I kind of look at the world where people are on this evolution of chaos and it's kind of like, it's kind of like a rat race. So it's like a current that's moving at 100 miles an hour. I always think of the film Nemo. And I remember watching Nemo and I remember going into that current and he's just like rapid going into through the ocean. And then he gets kicked out and he's just, he just sees this huge ocean and it's still and it's calm. And that's how I see most people living their lives at this 100 miles an hour pace. And we're just not stopping enough to come out of it and take a look at ourselves from a bird's eye view or the drone view, as I would call it, where you look down at the battleground and you look down at your life and the battleground being your life and going, where am I going with, like, am I going to keep doing this? Am I going to keep going around on this hamster wheel? And I think awareness creates the control in the end, because like, unless we have that awareness, I don't think control ever comes into our mind. Like, I think we think we have control, but then when we snap at the missus or we snap at the kid or we're complaining or we're on the booze or we're eating like junk food to try and escape it, it we then lo- we go into this false VR world. So virtual reality is like, you know, almost taken away from your reality and hiding and burying our heads. But I think the more aware that we can be about what we're trying to achieve and how we're trying to move forwards and which is what being part of this process is about, right? It's about raising awareness. It's about saying, mate, it doesn't matter if you're not okay. This is why you're here. And I think all of that overwhelm can be managed through awareness. I think it's the front door. I think it's the cost of entry to changing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think that the mindfulness is the key to it. All because if you're looking at yourself and seeing how you're likely to react in certain situations, then you can aim off and you can predict what you're going to do and then you can restrict your response and change your response, 100%. and that's the important thing because some of us probably don't like the way that we respond to certain situations or certain people, certain environments, um, and that's key to it, always, isn't it? Because if you don't want to be <laughs> 100%. that person,
0: then do something about it.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. Ben, yeah, I think I suppose yeah, you still have those days. Um, I had a week of it a few weeks ago. Uh, which was I had a lot going on this quarter a lot of plans I'd been training for the 50 mile ultra that went pear shaped so the, the knee damage I've picked up so um, a lot of things went wrong in one week and I suppose that's the difference now finding the, these are the points where you prove this is working because it's all great when it's going well when it starts to go wrong and all your plans are going pear shaped at one it I stepped back at the end of that week and I know I, I asked you a question about Joe dealing with when it's all coming at once when it's going wrong all at once yeah and i stepped back and had to think about that and i was like i didn't actually fall into i didn't collapse i didn't lose my head yeah everything was managed everything oh, was yeah. yeah and it was and it felt like it was going wrong but the, the reality was that because it, we know like at the end of the day we can only control what we can control yeah right so you're automatically going into that mode now of going right so what can i control what can i fix with this what can i and the week was feeling like a disaster, but in reality it wasn't because everything was dealt with. Yeah. So I suppose my character's changed in the fact that I don't allow myself to be knocked over and, and I'll keep standing back up and I'll keep going, well, what can I, what can I change? What can I fix? What can, what do I need to do to improve this situation? What do I need to do to improve how I deal with situations like this? And I think that's, that's something that, through all of this and, and through looking at ourselves and the reflection and the, and the, the honest accountability for how you behave with your, with your life and, and the people around you in your life, it starts to sort of, it makes more sense to me of, of how I want to be. And I think I deal with life more in, in a way that how I want life to be really. Cause it is so, yeah. chaos,
0: right? That's never, yeah, gonna, it like, it's never going to go away. There's always going to no. be something right. There's like, you know, that I, I kind of feel that like there's, there's maybe one or two periods within our lives where we get what I always like to call the eye of the storm, where it's just calm. You're like, wow, life's good. And then next day you wake up and you're like, right, that's that done. And I think, and I, and I often look at life and I kind of think about, we go through early education, right? So we do, we do nursery, we do junior school, we do um, secondary school, we do college, some go on to uni. Then we go out to the real world so let's just say education finishes at like average over 19 and then if you finish at uni what 22 I often think how do we how do we educate ourselves to know how to handle life or live where is the educ what like so it's our then our responsibility to continue continue that learning it's a continuation of learning the evolution of understanding about awareness about how to have more control about how to manage your time you know, we go through life budgeting, budgeting our money, like, you know, as a 20 year old, probably not. But like, as you start thinking about having a family and you've got kids, you go, this is where my money's going. This is where my money is going. But we don't do that with time. We don't budget. our time. We got 168 hours in a week. How are you budgeting your time? How much time is spent on work? How much time is spent on health? How much time do you spend with the kid? But those type of things and people are like, oh, you don't need to be educated for school, uh, for life, you just got to go to work, you got to earn your money, you are got to come out like, you know, if you want to live that life, crack on. All right. But if you if, if you want more from life, if you want to feel a lot happier, more fulfilled, more purposeful, if you want to wake up with fire and passion in the morning, you got you you've got to start self learning, right? And, and that's what I see your three journeys being here yeah, yeah. as well as the other hundred or odd guys that are in the, in the brotherhood. It's about self-learning, taking that responsibility, um, which listening to you three is really great for me to listen to because, you know, it's interesting. And this is the first time we've done this to listen to you guys about what you're going through and how you're shifting is great to listen to. So talk to me about overwhelm. What's your relationship with overwhelm? James
1: um overwhelming um at the time i, I didn't know uh, when, when, when i didn't know what was getting to me at the t- point yeah um in effect it i'm still probably learning why I was overwhelmed and why I actually got to that point okay um because I, I used to you know i wasn't i think the, the biggest thing for me i wasn't liking the person I was becoming
0: okay um a strong statement that That's um
1: great. because I was becoming short, more aggressive. Um, I was being just, just not caring, and just rather into my phone and social media, and caring about things that matter like my family, my yep, kids. Yeah. Um, and it's only until uh, I started doing the five day course. Um, with, with the exception of the only reason why I keep Facebook now is the, is the rise, to shine, um, rise to shine show um, with yourself. I don't, I don't really use it for anything else anymore. Um and as I say I'm still figuring that out and uh, but I'm in a better position now and I feel a lot more I can take on a lot more I can I, f- I feel like I'm ready for anything now. clear minded. Yeah. Good stuff. A lot better.
0: Um, <coughs> so Steve, again, the same question is like, what is your relationship with overwhelm now compared to what it maybe used to be? If if there is any difference at all?
2: So again, I think from our backgrounds, you don't really Overwhelms not really a thing, is it? Because city street don't really give you anything that you haven't been more challenged by the military. So yeah. that's not a problem for me. But I was challenged by my ego, which wasn't necessarily born of the fact that I that I thought I was still that person that I was in the military. It was just I had a big ego. I think that served me while I was in the army, um, but didn't serve me so well on the transition. And then wondering why I didn't have the answers to what was going wrong in my world after that. So that's where that links into the self-awareness and then understanding how I need to operate or how I was operating yeah. and sort of falling short, you know, not giving myself the best chance of uh, being who I wanted to
0: be. And that's quite an honest, open approach as well, isn't it? Because ego is pride, stubbornness, are three of the biggest barriers to stopping guys progressing. Like in our, like we've been doing this a long time. And like, when we talk to guys, it's always been, it's always been the ego, the stubbornness, the self pride about saying like, who I don't, I, I shouldn't have to ask for help. I shouldn't have to be taught how to live. I shouldn't have to be taught how to manage my time. Um, and I think when we overcome that, like I was the same, like, do you know what I mean? When I, I took my first mentor on, it took me so long to take my first mentor because I thought my way is the best way. The way that I do it is the way that works. But clearly it wasn't like, do you know what I mean? That's classic ego talk going on there. But really Well, great.
3: that's it. I
2: think the way that you look at a lot of people get into the group for, the, for maybe the reasons of thinking that it's going to solve problems and there's a gap and that, that weakness... Yeah needs to be plugged whereas i saw it more as you're strengthening a weakness so it's adding to my game rather than patching me up and sending my way
0: yeah yeah yeah.
2: gonna help me push forward and give me that springboard for more success so even if even if it's all going swimmingly i would still stay part of the group because it's going to add to what i'm doing it's not there to, to fix broken people it's there to support. Yeah, I think it adds more to the game than that. So whether you're whether you think you've got problems, issues, crisis, no matter how big or small your problems are, um, the, you can help. You know, and that
0: community, the sense yeah. of community, will, will. It's education, isn't it? Like the way that I see the brotherhood, the way that I see our community is two two main things. Number one is being part of something much bigger than just yourself. Like when you do it by like I, I've done it by myself and, and doing it with something that is much bigger than just you. is huge. That community sharing, picking you up and being inspired. And the other one is education, a consistent need or thirst for education all of the time. Even if you're going back over the same things, you're like, man, I forgot that. Yes. That's a good reminder. Yes. I needed to hear that or whatever it might be, or the sharp tellings off for like, Hey, raise the game, raise the standards, we're not here to, to like um, tread water, we're here to surf waves, let's go. And I, and I think that's exactly how I see it as well. Um, ben, what's your relationship with overwhelm?
3: Um, dealing with mental health problems for as long as I did, I was well-versed in overwhelm because overwhelm is pretty much every day when you're in that situation. I think now my relationship with overwhelm it doesn't happen that often because I've sort of I've developed a skill set now where I know where to put my time and I know where to put concentrate my efforts so that I'm dealing with things that keep me sort of as we, as you say start making yourself a priority yeah. you're making myself a priority and and becoming rather than running around trying to th- fix everything I've started to fix myself and and that journey now is a sort of say overwhelms, not really. It it doesn't happen that often. It did at the start, but nowadays, like I said, it was a a few weeks ago. I had a bit of a bout of it, but it was, I was seeing it worse than it was Yeah. where now because you are, because you're managing your life across all four pillars, everything just seems to fall in place most days and most of the time. So, week in week out i'm pretty calm collected controlled um which is a unique position to be in when you've you've sort of been at the the bottom end of 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 a poor mental health for such a long time
0: do you always use that as so like as you know within all of our world we always use the phrase what's the alternative is that something that's relevant for you as well ben in terms of like do you see that situation as like if i don't show up today like I'm staring that alternative in, in, in the face.
3: Yeah, massively, massively. It's something now that drives you to keep changing. Where before it was always a fear, oh, what if I get ill again? And that, that almost, I had that fear for a long time. I didn't, I didn't step out and, and push myself forward because I was always going, well, what happens if I get ill again? So I never went for the promotions at work. I never looked at, you know, buying a house. I never looked at pushing myself to achieve bigger things. So that, The fact that the alternative at one point in my life was holding me back because I was going, well, (laughs) what if it happens? Where through the process, I now look at that and go, that's the alternative. That isn't happening. And I'm carrying on moving forward. Good. I love that. And it's powerful, right? It's the emotional connection. Is that like, you know, when you're really sitting there going,
0: am I, am I going to, am I going to, is this the way I'm going to go again? Like, and it's, I've got my vision of that. And it's, you know, it's where it all pin it started taking your reverse engineering right back to that pinnacle point that we spoke about at the start. Cool. All right. So we're going to finish off. I'm going to give you, I'm going to put you on a spot. I almost want you based on your experience to give um, the guys one piece of advice to help them move forwards, what would you tell those guys? You're not allowed to say, sign up, don't say that. What I want you to say is give them actually some real constructive advice based on what you have gone through that you feel that might help guys just move 1% forwards, okay, based on your experience. So, James, I'll jump to you first,
1: put you on the spot. Get a morning routine and stick to it. Good one. It's so crucial. And and
0: that, has that been the biggest thing for you?
1: Massive, massive for me. It, it gives me a purpose to get up. It gives me, and then you set for the day. You you're ready. You're mentally focused. You, you can you can do anything. Then once I love that. you and What time did you get up? Uh,
0: five. Good man. Good man. And what time is that? The time you got up from the start, from when you started with us.
1: Uh, yeah, it was. I okay. set me, set me, I, I'm, I know you keep saying get up at four o'clock and. Uh, <laughs>
0: No, no way. <laughs> We'd never turn around and say
1: that.
0: I, 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 one thing I'm super clear on, unless you're super short on time, is don't do what I do. Like I, I'm quite extreme. But I do mine for a reason at that yeah. time, but five o'clock is absolutely meant. You know, good yeah, good and good advice, good tip. Steve?
2: I think back to the awareness, being mindful um, that you can take control, um, you can take control of your direction. Particularly of your health. I believe that your mental health wrapped up in your physical health. Yeah. If you look after one particularly, then that'll look after the other. Um, but yeah, just keeping an eye on them. Uh, that. And that'll give you the control that you need. So that planning element as well of looking at the direction of your life, I think yeah. is really important.
3: Yeah,
0: love that. Great advice.
3: Ben? I think the big one for me, makes honest reflection. Looking at yourself. Because if you don't do that, honestly, then you're never going to change. Yeah. You can't. You Yeah. And and do you know what? I, and, and I am my, I'm
0: my own worst enemy with that. When I very, very first started working on myself, I, I just used to convince myself everything was okay. Like I'm at the, the mask, right. And yeah. I, that's actually one of the reasons I wrote its state of mind. My first book was that I'm going to stop lying and I'm going to write it down in a book and it actually turned into a book. And it was, um, I think the honesty is key. So um, I just want to thank you guys for your time. Um, like Ben, good luck if you go if your missus goes into labour. Yeah. Um, how Cheers, man. Yeah, definitely. And he's gonna and you're gonna have a little one showing up to the best version of Ben. That there has yeah, been for many. Should be amazing. And that is a gr- that is a result. Like you know, when you're looking at results. Um, so guys, if you are watching. If you are like where these lads have been um, like, and, you, and you feel like you want to come and jump into brotherhood for 12 weeks and do some work on yourself, educate yourself, um, learn, grow, repeat, evolve, build an identity, build a purpose, then the application forms are on this post somewhere. Or you can book a call with me or one of my staff. And we, it's not a sales call. It's just literally to reassure you to make sure it's right for you. All right, lads. So we're talk afterwards, boys. Everyone watching, thanks for being here. We're here again tomorrow at 1900
3: with another three lads and three stories.